yo, 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 What's up, everybody? Welcome to TSP Wagers. I am your host, Jordan Stacks on Stacks on Stacks. Last here with my man, Mr. Big Ballin' Ben Larson. We are being brought yes, to you sir. by Tavour. Make sure to go to Tavour.com or download the Tavour app straight to your mobile device and use promo code TAPROOM for $10 off your first purchase of $25 or more. How you doing tonight, Ben? Doing well, man. We are, uh, we're, we're at the end of hump day, so that means the weekend is right around the corner. Looking forward to that. As always, got to put it out there. But what's better than the weekends, man? What is better? Especially this weekend, dude. Yeah, this weekend. Super Bowl fucking weekend, man. I'm kind of surprised we're not doing anything for it. It's a little little bummed there. I am a little bummed. But, you know, we'll do something for March Madness, which... Yeah, we're definitely going to do March Madness. We'll get something for the NBA playoffs and finals. Yeah. Start a baseball season if it ever does, you know. I think the problem is, is that like the Super Bowl was delayed a week, but it still came up on us. So I feel like hella quickly, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I don't know. Just a weird year. It's and crazy. teams. Yeah. That's a good thing, dude. Like the NFL is a oh, lot of parody, dude. So we love yep. seeing, we love seeing new teams. But yep. man, fucking. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm stoked for the weekend as well, Ben. I'm very excited for the weekend. A uh, great night tonight. A uh, lot of good college basketball been happening. If you follow college hoops, cannot wait for the tournament this year. By the way, we're gonna make a fucking killing. Uh, and the Lakers lose to the Blazers, and they sat Russell yeah. Westbrook. I mean, dude, yeah. this could not be. I want to save my opinion for tap room on Sunday because I definitely think we're gonna be talking about the Lakers debacle going on, and it's just it's some fascinating shit, dude. I, there's layers to it too, which is awesome. But are you sipping on anything tonight? I'm uh, I'm going I'm going locale tonight. I'm going with a uh, truly mango chili margarita. 110 nice, calories dude. there in the can. I will take it. Watching the, the figure, dude. Five five point three. Yeah, I didn't get out and run today, so definitely have to uh, have to not drink beer when that happens. So what? Yeah. Hey, I feel it, dude. I definitely feel it. Uh, I am just sipping on a Gypsy Fade IPA right now. Nothing special. I got a special one for APR this week, though, so make sure you tap into APR. Dropping okay. Friday morning. I got a special beer for that. Uh, nice. Yeah, man. Yeah. It is time to talk these games for tomorrow because that's what we do. If you are new to TSP Wagers, Ben and I hop on here, and we handicap a couple games, NHL, NBA, Ben is obviously the the NHL guy. I'm the NBA guy, the hoops guy. Should talk some college hoops, but we'll we'll stick to NBA this week. Yeah, um, you're gonna have yeah, man. somebody else for that. <laughs> and then and then we uh after once baseball season starts, if baseball season starts, you know, Ben and I both love baseball and we we did very well last year on baseball. Did so I'm excited for on baseball, baseball yeah. this year excited for baseball this year but we're going to talk one nhl game tonight and we're going to talk one nba game so we're going to hop right into the nhl game 
we got a big matchup between one Eastern Conference team and one Western Conference team, two teams that could potentially meet in the Stanley Cup final. We have the Tampa Bay Lightning, two-time defending champions, Ben, two-time defending champions. They're 30-10-6 on the year. They will be heading into Ball Arena in Denver, Colorado, an arena I've been to, by the way, which is nothing special. It's just a normal-ass arena. (laughs) <laughs> and they will be facing the Colorado Avalanche who are 32, 8, and 4 on the season. Right now, Tampa Bay, slight dog, plus 100, so you're getting your money back. Colorado, slight favorite, minus 120. And the over-under is 6, which I feel like is every fucking game. <laughs> yeah, it's either about 5.5 and, and 6. So, so what's... I think I want to I want to throw this I want to throw this to you Ben as the hockey guy like this is a big matchup uh this is a huge matchup what's what's your thoughts on this matchup like where as where the both these teams are currently right now yeah I mean I think you got to look at uh you know to see this is tough because both Tampa Bay and Colorado are, are are you know top of the line teams here um and you can, I mean, you could probably make an argument for both teams here, which is going to be difficult and why I wanted to, you know, talk about this game tonight. Um, you've got Colorado, who at home is 22-2. and two. I talked about that a little bit on uh, on Taproom this week. Then you've got Tampa Bay, who on the road is 14-6-2. and two. So, I mean, <clears throat> a little bit of difference there. But, you know, these are two, two incredible teams that play great on – uh, you know, on home ice and, you know, on, on away ice. And that's, that's something that's definitely really difficult to look at. Um, you've got a, a key injury for both teams, um, both injury and quarantine um, who, you know, you've got Nathan McKinnon out for Colorado, but they've been winning games without him, um, which is, which is big. And you've got uh, Nikita Kucherov who is probable for Thursday's game against, uh, you know, against Colorado here. So if he is back, that's going to be a big kind of boost for Tampa Bay. But man, oh. Colorado's offense is, is just lights out. Tampa Bay's offense is good. Uh, it, it's, it's really tough to pick a game here. My first initial lean is to go Colorado minus 120. Um, just because you're getting great value on the, you know, on the team there, Colorado is such great team on home ice and they put a lot of goals on, on, the, you know, each and every game, but they also don't allow a ton of goals. That's true. And Tampa Bay doesn't allow a ton of goals. Either. Yeah. You know, you're looking at Tampa Bay. Who I feel like when we get these, I feel like when we get these like top level teams, and I mean, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm, obviously I'm not a, a, a huge NHL guy, but I feel like when we get these like top level teams in the NHL, they're like defensive matchups and like the goalies like staying on their heads and shit. And it's more low scoring than anything, especially like yeah. east to west, because like they're not familiar with each other. Yeah, I think this one's going to be a, a high scoring game, to be honest. I, I, I get what you're talking about, um, but I, I definitely think this one's going to be this one is going to be high. I mean, you've got two great goalies. I mean, Vasilevsky is, you know, playing out of his mind this year, 2.23 goals against average, 92.2% save percentage. Um, and you've got Darcy Kemper, who's going to be, you know, 21 and six this year, 2.55 goals against average, which is low. 
and then a, a 91.5% save percentage here. So you've got two really good goalies, but I, I just think that these offenses are, are just so high power that you're going to get a, a four to three game. Um, I think it could be three to three going into overtime or a shootout. It could be, you know, a, a four, three game. And then we get, you know, a, a empty net goal here at the end, which would either make it, you know, five, three, or, you know, maybe one ties it up so, and it comes down to four, four. I think this is going to be a really, really high scoring game, especially if Kucherov is coming back. Do you think Not that the country has been out of his mind? Do you think that the elevation of Denver will play a factor? I don't think so. I don't think it's as prevalent prevalent in hockey because you're only playing, you know, 45 to a minute and a half shifts. Um, It's you do play that high intensity, but you know, you're, you're indoors, which you can regulate the, you know, the humidity and the, you know, the, the temperature there. Um, And I'd say at some point, kind of the the thickness of the air. So I don't think it'll be it's that much of a difference playing indoors and and with hockey here. I've never played hockey in Colorado, so I don't know. Well, I've been to Denver and I played catch with the man's son, and I was like fucking out of breath very quickly. so i could i could definitely attest to the altitude like it does make a difference but again i haven't played on a professional level or like being you know in that feel in that arena dude you know what i mean um the one thing that is interesting though ben is tampa's goalie vasileski is that how you say his name vassal uh on the road this year, 11 and three with a 2.7 goals against average. Whereas at home, he's 14 and four with a 1.89 goals against average. Yeah. So much better at home than on the road. But also this versus own, divi- own division, he's seven and two with a 2.58 goals against. Whereas outside the division, he's 18, five and one with a 2.09 goals against average. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that a little bit of that has to, you know, talk talk to their division. I mean, they're playing Montreal, Buffalo, Ottawa, Detroit. I mean, half of those teams are not good. Boston's been up and down. How the fuck are they in their season. division, dude? They're like hella far away. It's the Atlantic Division. So you've got the Metropolitan, which is like the the you know that that the originally I'm kind of surprised. Yeah, that Boston's not in the Metropolitan there, but. Um, you know the you've got the rangers islanders leafs yeah carolina carolina is kind of the odd ones that on an odd one out there yeah uh leafs are in their division but you've got carolina and uh the rangers pittsburgh uh washington columbus again a little odd there the islanders philly and new jersey so bro the nhl should hire me as their commissioner please like what yeah, the fuck is horrible. this shit, dude? Yeah. Like I mean, the, why, the, why are the teams Pacific like four hundred miles away good. from each other in the same division? Yeah, the Pacific and the Central are, are pretty good. The East, I think, gets that history of hockey where they want certain people. I mean, you just said the, the Maple Leafs aren't even in that. Maple Leafs are in the Atlantic. They're not in the Metro. 
That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, they want Boston, Detroit, Ottawa, you know, and and Toronto together. I guess I don't. I don't know there. He's like Austin. Austin should be in Metropolitan. I I know, but whatever. We're we're getting we're getting away from uh, from our. But topic it does here, but it like, does make sense though. Like that, the they should keep like the New York teams, Boston, Philly. Like those teams should all be in the same division. They're like literally like hop yeah. skipping a step away from each other. Hop skipping a jump, but yes, hop skipping um, a jump. But yeah, no, I, I agree with you on that one. Like, why is Carolina in the Metropolitan? Why is Columbus? Carolina's right next to Florida. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. God, that's great. Does not make sense. Great. So, but all hey, right, back to this is, game. Is back to this game on hand. Yep. So, you like, yeah, I, you like I mean, Colorado minus 120 here. I like Colorado minus 120 here. Um, I, I just think they're more of a dynamic team. They're on a, a huge, like, I guess not win streak because they just lost to. Um, do you feel like the all-star Arizona. break though, both these teams being off for like nine days, do you think that kind of like eliminates any kind of streak that either team was on, whether it's losing or winning? Do you think they it can kind of reset? Like, is it hard I to carry Colorado, that momentum? No, I think Colorado has been thinking about this loss to Arizona, the like worst team in the league for now, you know, five, six days. And that's going to be eating away at them. Arizona has seen so has 12 big, wins. This big year. bounce back game. I think it's going to be a big bounce back game to uh, kind of really show their prowess. Um, Hold on one second before we move on. I do have a question about Arizona real quick, Ben. Are they really playing their home games at ASU? Yes, next year. Yeah. Did you see what? Dude. Speaking of Brad Marchant and how much of a douchebag he is, did you see what he said about uh, about that uh, that situation? No. What do you say? He's like, they can only sell forty five hundred tickets to every game, so a five thousand stadium seat stadium is probably going to be better for them. I mean, he's not lying. He's not lying. No. But hey, that douchebag is going to be sitting for the next six games. So that's all right. So Boston. So they have to sell that team, right? They got to get out of Phoenix. Um, no, they're talking about going into that stadium while they rebuild a team, a, a stadium in the greater Phoenix, Scottsdale, Glendale. I forgot what the other one. Glendale. No, not in Glendale. Um, that's where the Cardinal uh, Stadium is. Yeah. But that's where that's where the Coyotes are right now, and they don't sell tickets. Uh, so, so they they're trying to get, get they're trying to get the city. in Phoenix in the metropolitan. Yeah. Okay, 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 yeah. okay. So that will hopefully get them a little bit more, and a new stadium will get them a little bit more of a draw. But nobody wants to play hockey in Arizona anyway. So, well, I mean, I think. I think the interesting thing really about that too is like why they brought hockey to Florida was because there was a lot of snowbirds in Florida during the winter. But I just yep. think it it's hard to like develop a fan base, dude, in yeah, those kind of environments. You your your base is from one of the you know bigger cities up north where you already who have, have like, that hockey affiliation. Yeah, who have like a hundred years of NHL experience, dude, like generations yep. of fans. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. Yeah, NHL just keeps fucking adding teams, which is wild. I'll 
I don't yep. know how it works, but it works. So you like Colorado minus one twenty. What about the over, real quick? Over under. I do like over. the over at six. I lean over. Um, I know that's a little tough with the, you know, the consensus being ninety five percent over, but I do think this is this is going to be an offensive mm-hmm. game. Um, and I do think that this would this would definitely you know at least hit that six. Yeah, um, four two. I think I think the over under is very under. interesting here because, like I said, I. Both these teams are they don't give up a ton of goals, dude. So, but again, they score a lot of goals. So it's it's very yeah. it's a very like Jekyll and Hyde's type matchup. Uh Tampa Bay over six of their last seven games against opponents in the central division. Colorado's gone over six of their last seven games against Tampa Bay. I don't know how much that matters, but and 11 yeah. of their last 16 games against Eastern Conference opponents. So I do think that that unfamiliarity probably benefits the offense more than it does the defense because you don't have Mm -hmm. like you can't scheme against the offense so i too am going to take the over six goals here and as as far as uh teams i mean i don't know i i lean colorado here just because of home home ice advantage i think these two teams are even so i'm gonna take the home team and it's funny that uh, last time that these two played back in October, so early, beginning of the season, um, you've got a four to three game, yeah. Colorado, just what we were we were talking about. So nice, yeah. All right, let's hop I into run that way. I agree. I'm with you on that. Let's hop into the NBA game. We got an NBA Finals rematch. One of my finest. One of my favorite moments of my fandom life watching that Giannis uh block on DeAndre Ayton's too well I mean dude when you're celebrating bro you know anything can happen and you have to chill the nerves during those games too dude like those are some tense games (laughs) they're crazy but the Milwaukee Bucks are heading into Footprint Center in Phoenix Arizona which happens to be in the greater metropolitan area uh, the Bucks are 35, 21, 26, and 30 against the spread. Not good against the spread. They're facing the Phoenix Suns, who are 44 and 10, best record in the NBA, and 30 and 24 against the spread. Right now, Milwaukee is plus three and a half. Phoenix minus three and a half. Over unders at 232 and a half. Ben, what do you think about this game? Or should I take this one this, first? I mean, yeah, go ahead. All right, I'll take this one first. Being a Bucks fan and an NBA fan. So I was talking to somebody earlier today and they were asking, or I'm sorry, yesterday when the Bucks played the Lakers and they were asking me what I thought of the Bucks and Lakers game. And I said this like verbatim, I said, I refuse to bet on Bucks games because when they want to play, they could be anybody. And they have shown it time and time again, when they play on national TV against good teams, they smack them. The Warriors, the Lakers the other night. Um, I don't think the Lakers the, are a good team. The Bulls. I mean, the Lakers are, you know, the the Bucks didn't even play defense in that game and they dominated it. That's how yeah. crazy that was. Um, but they, they continuously, when they play on national TV against good teams, they play well. They're 23 and five when Drew Holiday, Chris Milton, and Giannis all three play. 23 and five. So you have to take that into consideration. Drew Holiday, when 
when uh, Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, and Giannis Antetokounmpo are on the floor together, they have a 119.5 rating, which would be the 12th best offensive rating in the history of basketball. Like, Damn. that's how good this team is when all three of the guys are playing. And when they assert themselves, because this is a thing, and you're a Warriors fan, Ben, you've seen this. Like, when your team has won a championship, there's definitely nights where they, like, they don't play as hard, dude. They're just like, yeah. we already know what we can do. We've done it. You know what I mean? Like, we don't have to play. This is game 27 of 82. There's 82 games, dude. Nobody's ever going to win 82 games. Yeah. So that's my biggest issue with the Bucks. However, this is a rematch of the NBA Finals, the best team in the NBA. So I definitely think the Bucks are going to get up for this. But on the flip side, I definitely think Phoenix has a chip on their shoulder here because they're like, hey, yep. this is the team that beat us in the finals. Like, we have more to prove in this game than the Bucks do. And that's yeah. what worries me about this game. Well, I think the way that, that Phoenix has been playing at home as well is, is definitely going to be playing a big role in this. I mean, in general, dude. Home. Oh, wow. <laughs> 22-5 at home and 22-5 and at, on the road. That's incredible. Yeah, bro. They're playing great fucking basketball, dude. Yeah. And Milwaukee on the road, 16 and 12 this year. Um, again, I know that this is a big matchup. This is one that they're, you know, both teams are going to come out with. But I think I, I think you're right. I think Phoenix has a little bit more to play for in this one. But against against the spread, Milwaukee's better on the road than at home as well. That's true. That's true here. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I think your biggest point here with what what Phoenix has to play for is kind of the bigger the bigger aspect of this. And defensively, at least numbers wise, I mean, again, I, I'm not the you know, I haven't been watching all these games and paying attention to all these games. But numbers wise, Phoenix is definitely better, a little bit better defensively in their offense of both kind of pretty even here, you know, between Milwaukee and, and Phoenix. So, I mean, these are I two mean, very minuscule bit of differences. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, scores, total score average for the year, both at 113. Uh, Phoenix is a little bit above at field goal percentage, but that's 47.8 compared to 46, 45.99. Three point uh, percentage, Bucks are 36.4. Uh, Phoenix 36.1 field uh, free oh, throw 79.5 versus 77.8 rebounds 46.7 compared to 46.1 like everything is so close on this offensive side but defensively Phoenix seems to be again incredibly close but Phoenix be, you know seems to be taking a little bit more oh my god it's so close here too Bro, field goal and, percentage against this is 4.4 versus 44.1 but when you name threes, off all these stats there's one thing you need to you need to absolutely keep in mind here like numbers deserve context and one of the things is is that milwaukee has only played uh what is it they're 18 or 23 and 5 only 28 games with their three best players yeah so basically like a little over half the season. Yeah. But 28 and five, dude, that's like, that's on pace to be like a 70 win team, dude. 
28 and five. You're looking at times three. That's our 67 win team. Yeah, 65 to 67 there. Yeah, still, yeah. that's a lot of games. Great. Like, yeah, it so is. Th- it definitely is. That's the one thing that that's the one thing that does concern me in this game because, like, initially when I take out when I when I say like motivation factor i would say phoenix dude like they have more to prove in this game than the bucks do i absolutely believe that but they're only laying three and a half points so basically they're this line is saying that phoenix is a a half a point better team at this point and i don't i don't think so dude i think these are two even teams uh given the given the uh injury report and such i think these are very even teams so if you're giving me the, I'll take the points. I'll take that hook. I'll take that three and a half. Yes, yeah, I think I'm going to go with the three and a half to Phoenix here. Uh, and just kind of part of that is just that, you know, it seems to me that Phoenix is beating the better teams. And at this juncture, that's what I'm looking for. Within Again, that's just kind of when the, within the last five, you know, Phoenix is is beating the better teams here. Um, so it just kind of, to me, seems that they're on a better, they're both four and one in their last five, but they're kind of on a better role that I'd say than, than well, Milwaukee Bucks are is. winning by like 30 points a game in their last five, like 15, but they're dominating dog. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, like, Phoenix, I, you can... like I said, against the Lakers, bro, they didn't even play defense, dude. Like I'm telling you as somebody who watches the Bucks every single game, like they didn't even play defense. And they dominated that game, dog. Yeah. <laughs> like, they were – Giannis was doing whatever he wanted, dude. Like, there was nobody guarding him. And Anthony Davis is a much better defender than anybody Phoenix can throw at him. And we already seen what he could do to, to Phoenix. He dropped 50-burger in a must-win game in the NBA Finals. Yeah. 50-piece with sweet and sour. <laughs> And I like I understand, dude. I understand the motivation factor for Phoenix, but the Bucks also seem to get up for big games. Like those are the only games they like get up for is when they're on national TV. This game is on national television. This is the game of the night tomorrow night. TNT. Reggie Miller, Kevin Harlan in attendance calling the game. And when all eyes are on Giannis, bro. I mean, Giannis just had a fucking insane game. Is he gonna be able to do that back to back? He's been doing it the last 10 games. Last 10 games, he's averaging 33 points a game, 11 rebounds, six assists on 56% shooting. He's shooting almost 40% from three as well in the last 10, which is incredible for him. And he's shooting almost 80% from the free throw line. Yeah. He's a special cat, bro. He's having one of the he's having historically one of the best seasons ever. For any NBA player, 32.1 PER, which would be the second best ever. Second best, most efficient season. Yep. Dude. Yeah. Giannis no, is the fucking goat, right dog. There. Give me the bucks. I'm taking the bucks because I don't want to jinx it. Or maybe I should jinx it. Maybe I should take Phoenix. So Milwaukee's guaranteed to win. Nah, but I, I'm gonna take the three and a half points. If this were to go down to three, I think I would take Phoenix. So I think I would lay the three points. But given that I get that hook, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the three and a half. What do you think about the over sitting at what two thirty two and a half right now? 
I think it's too high to be honest. Um, you know, the Bucks are undefeated when they score over 117 points. So that is something that's very interesting. They've been scoring a lot lately. Like they're very efficient, obviously 23 and five with uh, Chris drew and Giannis and they have the fifth best or ninth best um, offensive efficiency in the history of the league. So, I mean, over is not bad, but Phoenix is a good defensive team too. And I think when both these teams can play, play defense, I think, you have to take the the under here. I'm not sure that that either team actually. Now that you say it, dude, I might take the over because I don't think either team is going to scheme really for each other like like you wouldn't NBA Finals matchup. You know what I mean? Because I don't think either team wants to really show their hand in this kind. So I think they're both just going to play straight up. Um, and you know this could very well be a very high scoring game. I don't know. I don't love the over under to be honest, dude. Yeah, I'm kind of leaning the under here. I think because they they have that past, because they have, you know, the the you know the the history of this finals, you know, the recent history of this finals uh, series, that they are going to be coming on both sides of the ball here. So I think the well, defense is going to be kind of up in this game. But we've seen that shit with Brooklyn and Milwaukee too, dude. Like Brooklyn and Milwaukee yeah. in the playoffs, they dude. They scored like under 210 points every game. And then every single uh, regular season matchup they have, they're scoring like 250 plus combined. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Cause I don't, honestly, I don't think either coach wants to show their hand, dude. You know what I mean? Like they're yeah. not going to, they're not going to throw their best scheme out there. They're going to play more straight up. That's why I was saying like last night against the Lakers, dude, like the Bucks literally like, I hate to say like they weren't playing defense, but dude, they were letting the Lakers shoot a lot of shots and the Lakers were just yeah. missing, dude. Like they were daring the Lakers to shoot. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and I feel like the Bucks get like that often. So really the, the, uh, the Suns are going to have to make shots, but still, I mean, I'm not saying like Drew Holiday isn't going to not guard uh, Chris Paul or Devin Booker as good as he can. Like he still has that respect, Like he's going to play defense. There's not going to yeah. scheme scheme necessarily like they did last year where they were picking up Chris Paul full court all game. Like, I don't think they're going to yeah. do that tomorrow night, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. I would lean over. Do not love it, though. Don't love it at all. Yeah. So let's rewind. Let's recap. What is your three pint better than night? Ben. Three pint bet of the night is going to be over six in the Tampa Bay and Colorado game. All right. I am going to go three pint better than night. Milwaukee Bucks first quarter plus a half a point. Okay. What's your two a pint two, better than night? Two pint bet is going to be Toronto money line, especially sitting at minus 120. I think that's great value when they're so good at home. Uh, I'm going to go Colorado minus 120 as well for my second pint bet. And then what's your first pint bet? First pint bet is going to be Phoenix minus three and a half. We've got more to play for. So I'm going to go with that one. I'm going to go Milwaukee Bucks plus three and a half. Is my okay. one pint bet of the night. Sounds like we got to have a shot for our one pint bet of the night. Yes. All right, let's do it. I feel like we had a shot bet for another game recently. 
I don't remember what it was. I don't remember either. I'm put but a little we're shot logo on the on my notes here. So yeah, we're gonna remember this one. We're gonna remember this one. All right, thank y'all for joining us. Make sure to go to Tavour.com or download the Tavour app straight to your mobile device and use promo code TAPROOM for $10 off your first purchase of $25 or more. Once again, I am Jordan Stacks on Stacks on Stacks. Lads, that is Mr. Big Ballin' Ben Larson. That's me. Make sure to catch us on APR this week, Friday morning, talking every single prop bet. Not every single one, but most of the prop bets on, in the Super Bowl. Because there's like 600 now, dude. Like, it's an, it's an unbelievable. But we're going to be talking some some prop bets. We did very well last year on the prop bets in the Super Bowl. So make sure to tap in. Friday, we'll be getting at it with Raider Eddie. Um, and then catch us on Tap Room Monday morning. Gonna be recapping the Super Bowl. Gonna have a ton to talk about. Cannot wait. Catch y'all later. That check came in, everybody talking like a nigga, acting funny now. That don't matter, all I hear is since that check came in. I love it when you talk to me. My cash machine, my cash machine.